This is Dr. Dave, and in this podcast, we're going to show you how to reject your cognitive distortions. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus told us how we could reject cognitive distortions. He said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That statement is never truer than it is for mood disorders and depression. Only the truth can set you free from your twisted and distorted thoughts. When you look at your twisted thinking, you have one question to ask. Is what I am seeing and feeling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? That's the only way you can escape from your cognitive distortions. You must know the unvarnished truth, and you must relentlessly cling to it. Every twisted thought and distorted emotion must be held up to the full light of day and examined in detail. If it's not the pure unvarnished truth, then you reject that thought because it is a cognitive distortion. So let's look at the cognitive distortions that could have happened in my mind after my car accident in New Zealand. Let's expose them for the imposters that they are and banish them from my mind. First, we're going to deal with all-or-nothing thinking. Here are the types of thoughts that I'd have to think to beat all-or-nothing thinking. While it's true your legs are broken and your body is smashed, that's just a temporary condition. Your body will heal. Broken legs certainly are an inconvenience, but that doesn't mean your body is worthless or your life is over. Just because you have a punctured lung doesn't mean you're going to be short of breath for the rest of your life. God made your body so it could take a licking and keep on ticking. You need to count your blessings. You're still alive, and now you appreciate what a blessing it is to be able to walk and breathe normally. These are the types of thoughts that I'd have to think to beat the cognitive distortion called overgeneralization. Metal plates and screws in your leg don't mean that your life is over, and even if they cause some discomfort now, that pain will disappear once they take the metal out. Even if you get arthritis in your broken knee, that doesn't mean your trip around the world is over or that you will never have another adventure in the outback and beyond. Being in the hospital for two months is an adventure in itself. If you want to write about adventure, why don't you put your hospital adventures on your website? There are many people out there who need to know that accidents may make you stumble, but they don't need to make you stop. Don't stop working on your dreams until the day you die because there are still hundreds of places to sail your yacht and dozens of expeditions to make in your Land Rovers. Here are the type of thoughts that I use to beat the mental filter. While it's true you can get hurt taking risks, there is no other way to live your dreams. Furthermore, you've been taking risks for more than 40 years without a serious accident. So face the facts. You are a good risk manager and there is no reason to stop living your dreams. Take off your safety glasses and put on your sunglasses because it's never too late to sail on the ocean of your dreams. Here are the types of thoughts that I'd think to beat the cognitive distortion called disqualifying the positive. Everything, both positive and negative, counts in your life. A car accident doesn't wipe out all the good things that have happened in the past and that are happening in the present. Your family still loves and supports you. Since the accident, you've received phone calls and letters of support from around the world. You had a fantastic trip across the Pacific Ocean in your yacht, and there are tons of good things in your life. When you total everything up, you discover that your blessings far outweigh your problems. 
Here are the types of thoughts that help me beat jumping to conclusions. You have serious injuries, but the odds favor your survival. Fat embolism or a blood clot could take your life, but the chances of that happening are extremely remote. And while it's true there are risks associated with blood transfusions, you would have died without that blood. So count your blessings and be confident in the fact that you're receiving excellent care. When magnification tried to create a cognitive distortion in my mind, here's the way I beat it. This accident isn't the worst thing that could ever happen to you. You could have died or been paralyzed. Although the accident put your life on hold, it didn't kill you. It's only a matter of time before you get up off your bed and start walking again in the direction of your dreams. Here are the thoughts that I use to beat emotional reasoning. Although you feel bad now because your legs are broken, that doesn't mean your life is over or that your legs are always going to be broken. It would be abnormal for you to feel good when you're in this physical state. It's okay to feel bad when your body is busted up. That's entirely normal. Your bad feelings will go away soon enough. For the time being, you should ignore your feelings and face the fact. God still loves you, your family still supports you, and there still is no limit to how good your life can become. When I faced should statements, here are the thoughts that I used. Accidents can happen to anyone. It doesn't make sense to say that accidents shouldn't have happened. Are you special in some way? Is there some reason why you should lead a charmed life? Why shouldn't you drive a car in a foreign country? You've done it for years without a problem. When labeling and mislabeling stuck up their ugly head, here's the way I dealt with it. Having a car accident doesn't mean that you're an idiot. That's why it's called an accident. An idiot would be a person who planned to have an accident and then went ahead and did it. You aren't stupid and you aren't an idiot. You had some bad luck and nothing more. Here's how I dealt with personalization. It's true that your kids spent less time studying their correspondence courses while you were in the hospital, but that's not your fault. Your children are responsible for their own actions, and they have to learn to deal with the consequences of their actions. You aren't responsible for things that are out of your control. When you're flat on your back in the intensive care unit, you can't control the study habits of your children. This little exercise shows that dealing with cognitive distortions is mainly common sense. You don't need to have a Ph.D. in psychology to be able to recognize a cognitive distortion when it pops into your mind. If you're really stuck, then talking to a knowledgeable friend or a mental health professional may be necessary to turn things around. If you are seriously depressed and have totally lost perspective, then by all means talk to a physician specialized in the treatment of mood disorders. And if you have any suicidal thoughts, professional help is mandatory on an emergency basis. You beat depression thought by thought. That's the only way to deal with cognitive distortions, one thought at a time. A cognitive distortion is a twisted thought that leads to a distorted emotion. As each twisted thought makes its appearance, you must deal with it. Every time the voice of depression pummels you with another twisted thought, you expose it to the light of day and reject it for the imposter that it is. As you learn how to deal with your cognitive distortions, be careful that you don't get into an argument with your mind because it's impossible to win the argument. Arguing is the formula for frustration and exhaustion. If you start arguing, 
It will suck the blood from your mental veins, and you will psychologically wither. The reason is simple. When you argue with a negative internal critic, you have the wrong focus. You're focusing on negative things, and so they expand further into your life. There's a difference between arguing with the voice of depression and exposing its twisted message to the light of day. You don't ever need to argue with your mind, but you do need to look at the message and see if it's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. No argument is necessary to do that. Just expose your dark, depressing thoughts to the light, and it will be immediately obvious just how twisted those thoughts are. So don't argue. Let the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth set you free. The second part of escaping from the tyranny of your cognitive distortions is to switch your mind to a positive focus. In the 20th century, a cigarette company attempted to manipulate people into smoking their brand of cigarettes with a clever jingle that said, I would rather fight than switch. When you're dealing with cognitive distortions, it's time to turn the jingle around so that it says, I would rather switch than fight. And that's exactly what you need to do when depression starts shouting in your mind. Rather than fight, it's time to switch your focus in a positive direction.